0: Hello and welcome to that film studio. I'm Jason. And I'm Luke. This is our movie show where we bring you the latest movie and TV news. An interesting thing has happened with Avengers Endgame. Not only has it
1: taken the number two spot for highest global box office, but directors Joe and Anthony Russo have
0: announced that the no-spoiler thing is lifted. And so you... we can now talk all spoilers. Now, I think the reason they did this was Sony or Marvel, whoever, Marvel Studios, they put out the trailer for... Spider-Man Far From Home, or second trailer for Spider-Man Far From Home, which does spoil some things, yeah, if not a lot of things, from Avengers Endgame. I think a lot of people have been taking this... Oh, the spoiler thing is, is lifted. I think they've been taking it a little bit too far. Like, like things are just being posted as if like we can just openly talk about this movie like crazy without giving... I think when we do discuss the, discuss the movie or things in the movie, I think we should still give a warning and still be cautious of that. It's... People online have been spoiling it way before the spoiler oh, thing was Oh, of, of course, of course. But now it's like reputable companies and outlets. And... But it's not just people at outlets. It's Marvel Studios. It's
1: the people that are putting together their TV spots. Like you That's true, sent yeah. You sent me the link for that
0: Avengers Endgame TV spot. It's all in there. Like, there are things, we won't say what there is, but... You know, there's a moment with Captain America and it's like, ah, that was a big moment when we watched the movie. And there's a moment with a lot of characters together. Ca- yeah. And it's like, that was a big moment. And yeah, it's it's more than just the general plot is being revealed. It's It's like key moments in the third act in the last 20 minutes of the movie. And it's just like, what are they doing? It's like the assumption is everybody's watched it. Now we're just going to put out this spot for people that want to watch it again. It's like... People still haven't watched it, and it doesn't mean they're not fans or they're not... like They just haven't gotten around to it. My wife hasn't seen it, and she wants to watch it, and I've not given it any spoilers. Mm. And there's so many things in that one TV spot that would really ruin the experience. hinder a like, lot I mean, take the movie Titanic that's been out for however many years, right? Like 25 or so years plus. You know, like there were people who haven't seen it, and if they were like, oh, do you know what? I'm finally going to get around to watching Titanic after all this time... I wouldn't say, oh, well, so-and-so dies, even though it's been out for this long. It's it's just, I don't know. There's something, this is a very unique thing that's going on. But it leads us in to our first trailer in Trailer Talk, which is, of course, the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. I mean... Even this trailer is hard (laughs) to talk about without... Because we don't want to spoil Endgame Yeah, I don't don't think we should give details that relate to Endgame... What this trailer does show is that I was wrong. This movie definitely is set post Endgame. It 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 mentions and addresses plot points that Avengers Endgame sort of finished up with. It was a nice touch that the trailer, well, before the trailer started,
1: you had a message from Tom Holland giving you a spoiler warning (laughs) for Endgame, which I thought was pretty cool. Of course, yeah. But we could talk about this trailer without talking about Endgame. And as well as the trailer, there's a clip of Mysterio, and he's talking about how Tom Holland's Spider-Man and the rest of the MCU take place on Earth 616, which is the Marvel Universe from the comics. Mm. And he is actually from Dimension 833. Potentially, that is a spoiler for Endgame, because what we're potentially looking at here is the
0: multiverse, for the first time, live-action MCU. Well, I mean, we don't need to mention what actually happens in Endgame, but basically... Oh, I'm referring to what we first found out in Doctor Strange. Oh. They first teased the multiverse. The multiverse I'm not
1: spoiling Endgame. I'm talking about Doctor
0: Strange. But, I mean, the trailer does say that things that happen in Endgame have caused this, or at least we're getting this information from Mysteria. Now, Mysteria is a character who... You know, he's all about sleight of hand, you know, like misleading people. He could potentially just be... A liar. Talking shit. Could be a liar. Yeah. Trying to get under Nick Fury. Maybe Nick Fury knows what's up. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. Maybe he's a scroll. Maybe there's all this other weird shit going on. You know, there. there's a rumor
1: that we're going to see another Spider character,
0: and it's Spider UK. And that's be- is that because of this other universe code that we... Earths. Uh, was it 833? Uh, Dimension
1: 833. I don't know specifically if that is where Spider-UK is from. Mm. But you've got all these different realities, and each one has a Spider-Man. And the Spider-UK one, Peter Parker... In fact, no, it's not Peter Parker. He's a Braddock, who is in some way related to Psylocke from X-Men. It gets very confusing. Mm. But what I like, though, let's say if we do get a British Spider-Man...
0: Tom Holland's already got the accent (laughs) could he be playing maybe like the question though I'm I'm under the assumption that when you know maybe we'll get some sort of multiverse type thing down the line or something especially with things that have happened in recent films Um, I don't think this Mysterio thing is a I don't think he's from another dimension I think it's all some sort of scheme to do with something he's a manipulative my question is do you want do you want multiverse in this MCU or do you think it'd just be too much I do think it's too much at this stage because
1: they're, they're just closing out or they've closed out the Infinity Saga I think maybe multiverse you wait until the third saga I don't know my big concern... The saga. <laughs> oh, I mean, they're going to keep doing it. I mean, yeah. how many is do you think they're going to stop it? The, you know, the Infinity Saga is the first. Yeah. Do you think they're going to do just one more? So it, <laughs> They're just going to keep... When they get doing into there... Long bef- long after we're gone, they're going to keep doing it. My concern with Far From Home, multiverses, and all of this, is that Spider-Man, as a character, is just going to seem too small in his own story. Mm. Like, there are bigger stories with the multiverse that they can have a news this is essentially Spider-Man 2 we're calling it Spider-Man Far From Home this is their thing Homecoming Far From Home they're going to stick Home in every title I'm assuming
0: we're (laughs) going to get a third movie Home Something Spider-Man Goes Home I could do a Peter Parker and Miles Morales together Spider-Man Homies yep Yeah. I'm pretty sure I've seen artwork (laughs) online with Spider-Man I did steal that from the internet
1: yes and I called you out. I apologize. Yeah, was fun. <laughs> I just think so. This is Spider Man 2, and it's already about so much more than Spider Man That's why, yeah. You've yeah. got Happy Hogan, you've got Nick Fury, like, like all this stuff is happening. Like you
0: have this character, and the whole point of him is, you know, when he's with the Avengers, it's this crazy thing, you know, like you know, he's in space or he's doing this, he's fighting aliens and stuff, and then suddenly, you know, he's whipped back into, you know, New York City on the ground you know, just your friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man, that's the whole thing. It's just like, oh, I had this huge experience and now I'm just, you know, trying to adjust back into everyday life. Bringing in stuff like the multiverse, it, it's just like, well, it's just continuing that craziness and I just don't think that that's the thing, trajectory they want.
1: If the MCU is smart and they've proven to be, over and over,
0: Mysterio is lying. Yeah. Sonic, their hedgehog, also a liar. <laughs> <laughs> wow, um...
1: The look of Sonic, horrendous. Oh, I've I I, not come across one person that likes the design. I mean, I oh, mean, yeah, it looks negative. Like like, I mean, he's too. I don't know. The head's too small. I couldn't work too, out what it was. He's too long. Everything
0: like, was just off. And then I saw some mock-ups online of people you know, fixing him, and I realised, you know, like, okay, yeah, if you make the shoes bigger, that helps. If you make him a little bit longer, that helps. Oh, no, no, but it's the no, eyes. Yeah, but it's, it's too, too long. long. Like,
1: the design they've gone with
0: is too long. He's already it? too long. He's meant to be
1: shorter. He's short. He's like, his he's head short should be bigger. Yeah, bigger. he should be shorter. So, yeah.
0: so shrink him, and his head should be bigger. But it's the eyes. It's mainly the eyes. They should be one thing and not two. <laughs> it's crazy. But in a surprise move, the director Jeff Fowler
1: he has announced that they're going to redesign Sonic before the movie is released.
0: Yeah, all right. So
1: you've got to think that a movie that, you know, the trailer, the stage of production that they're at, that this movie is either finished or close to be finished, and now they're just going to go back and redo Sonic. Well, they better be quick. So the look of Sonic didn't work for me. And James Marsden, he's in this trailer as well. But we get Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik. (laughs) Now, when he was first cast, you're like... I, I can't see it but I like Jim Carrey mm. and it's been a while since he's done something wacky you know what I love Jim Carrey for if we go back to the 90s Dumb and Dumber The Mask Ace Ventura he's so far removed from those characters nowadays but in this portrayal that we get of Robotnik he's he's back there he, it's 90s Carrey at his best and then at the end of the trailer he actually looks like Robotnik he's got the bald head the
0: tash. I mean he's not like shaped like an egg but I'm, he looks I'm assuming so he'll put himself into like a mech suit that will be egg-shaped or something. But surely, because, you know, just looking at him, he just looks like Jim Carrey with a moustache. But before they announced the redesigns, I was going to watch this for Carrey. Wow. Well, so they're going to redo something. I mean, okay. Good. I was going to watch this for, you know, this or, you know, what we do just because it's something to watch. But the, I, I finished this trailer, I was just like, that looks so bad. It looks really bad. James Marsden, not even Jim Carrey, the the Sonic. Oh man, I don't know the music that's over it. I don't know. Nothing. It. it looks like it's like Rocky and Bullwinkle on speed, <laughs> but then Sonic's
1: opening portals, like in <laughs> Doctor Strange. You know, there's like it's those flaming circles and people are coming through them. Aren't they the rings? Yeah, but the so the
0: rings. But have like they portals? been used as portals before? I don't know, mate. Oh wait. I mean...
1: There's so many games. I mean, I I'm guess sure. so. Maybe yeah. that. Maybe you that. get to the
0: end of a course and I guess you jump into the ring, don't you? I don't know. You I just mean... run past the spinny sign thing. Oh, that's
1: the 2D ones, man. Come on, <laughs> let's get to the... <laughs> Hey, I've not played a computer game for quite a while.
0: But could, I don't know. Could you said any older?
1: <laughs> Sonic looks shit. The redoing him. Jim Carrey looks good. It. Chapter 2. Opens... With a full-on clip, I wasn't prepared for this <laughs> creepy as old lady yeah. running around naked in the background. As yeah, you, you know, as you do. We're getting Pennywise. This
0: trailer teaser, whatever you want to call it, brilliant. Really liked it. It's it's. I think it was like a it's like a first look. Supposed to a tea. I mean, it had yeah, like the quick cuts a snippet at the end at of the like end, thirty seconds. Yeah, so it's essentially yeah, it is like a
1: first look, a clip, and then they just put the tags on the end for like yeah. all the other T's. Definitely, a tease,
0: definitely a tease. But it's still a trailer though. I it's mean, the first trailer. If you see some of the older actors playing the you know, the older versions of the kids. All look in the part. Yeah, it works. I mean Bill Hader looks like Bill Hader and um, you know, McAvoy looks like James McAvoy looks like James McAvoy. But I mean sure. I'm sure when we're watching the movie they will portray them and I'll be like, yeah, that's Bill and what are their names? Good question.
1: Oh, I mean, it's been God. a while since That's the, I'll i i not since it came out, but um, yeah, now this looks like a good continuation of what they have seen before, and I think showing a clip the way that they did was interesting. an interesting yeah. way yeah. to go, and and it really worked for me because like just press play on the trailer, watched it at home on TV, turned the lights out, and all of a sudden it felt like you were watching the
0: movie. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't like watching a whole scene though because I'm like, well, I want to watch that in context in the you know for the first time watching the movie but who knows maybe that's the scene for the trailer uh, it was, Look, it was great. It was I've great. got faith nothing in this like you know turns me off or anything like i'm I'm definitely there one hundred percent right that's for trailer talk. we'll jump into movie
1: news. We've got some Star Wars and Avatar news together. Disney's new release dates have been released for both uh, movies or both franchises, and there's a lot. So we've known for a long time that we're getting more Avatar and the Star Wars films are coming. Mm -hmm. So December 2021, we're getting Avatar 2. A year later, Untitled Star Wars. A year later, Avatar 3. A year later, Star Wars. A year later, Avatar 4. A year later, more Star Wars. A year later in
0: 2027, Avatar 5. So basically starting 21 and then alternating years. Just That's an easier
1: way of saying it. But yeah. yeah, we're going to alternate between the two. <laughs> we'll get an
0: Avatar sequel and then, yeah, alternating. A star, so a new Star Wars trilogy, which is in itself, I guess, a news story. And, and then... this is all Disney. Fox, Disney, yeah. one on the same. Yeah, Fox so distributed by Disney, Disney, whatever you want to call You're
1: laughing. It. They're going to put a big tentpole sci-fi movie out every Christmas.
0: I mean, people say it's... 2019 and we're getting you know episode nine of Star Wars and people are saying oh Star Wars has taken a break and we won't get it until you know 2022 it's like it's three years it's not a break that's like a normal space of until we get a sequel to it I mean you know, that's not a film
1: break. or whoever have come out and and recognized that solo a Star Wars story didn't work yeah as a movie for what it was I did enjoy it I know you not so much I thought it was it was
0: a fun movie. But they've really slowed things down since then. Yeah, with all those spin-offs. So I guess we have to wait and find out what all these Star Wars things are about. But with Avatar, like, holy shit, by the time we get to 2021... like I've got no interest. It's going to be 13, 14 years or something since the first one. Oh,
1: wow. I mean, and I then, remember that first if, movie. It was just mind-blowing. What
0: if Avatar 2, like, it probably won't bomb, but, like, what if it just brings in, you know... 500, 600, 700 million what if it doesn't even crack a billion are they then going to be like yeah let's (laughs) they're not cheap
1: movies to make I can't see them tracking to well they're already aren't they already making them all like together so no matter what maybe two and three they're making a couple back to back I just think if something's not going well they'll just take it off the schedule because they're saying it now doesn't mean it's set in stone (laughs) can you remember when DC announced the cyborg
0: movie yeah nobody's talking about that but I suppose the the difference here is that it's Disney and I think we have to give them that you know they say they're doing it they're doing it for Disney in an ideal world this happens if they can alternate Star Wars and Avatar they dominate Christmas every year Disney owns Christmas but Star Wars film every two years
1: yeah they're pacing themselves but then TV We're getting all the Star Wars, The Mandalorian. Yeah, it's crazy. And the, was it, the Cassian show as well. We uh, Diego
0: Luna. Yeah, the Rogue One prequel. Well, yeah, yeah, it has to be, yeah, yeah. spoiler. Well, that's it. All right, The Eternals. Um, Richard Madden uh, is in talks to join Angelina Jolie and Kumail Nanjiani in Marvel's upcoming film, The Eternals. Richard Madden. Who is he? Oh,
1: David Bodd. From TV show Bodyguard. It was in Game of Thrones, but I don't watch that show. <laughs> okay. uh, Bodyguard. So Game is of Thrones Benno. A phenomenal show. It's on Netflix. Some of the creators of Line of Duty have banged on about the show enough in the I past. A plug, don't <laughs> but Bodyguard is a great show. You've got uh yeah, Richard Madden, he's good in that. It's the only thing I have seen him in, but he was really good. Um so yeah, so maybe this is a good property for him to be a part of. But the Eternals, I still know as much about the Eternals as I knew last
0: time. Very not good. sure if you've researched them at all. <laughs> <laughs> Powerful Marvel beings. <laughs> let us let us just get through Spider-Man first, and then we've got pretty much a year to sit on all this, so give us the time.
1: Marvel Studios will begin filming Shang-Chi once the Eternals has wrapped. So that's going to be the next one. And like
0: I said, let's just wait till <laughs> we'll get to it. Um, and Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. Uh, will reportedly shoot in 2020 so in closing we know nothing (laughs) but just know the Eternal
1: Shang-Chi Guardians 3 they're happening oh New Mutants let's talk about New Mutants I really thought the last time we talked about it and I think you were over it at that point like why are we even talking about this Hollywood's biggest joke right now we'll get this hold the presses right the New Mutants is delayed
0: wait for it again (laughs) <laughs> it's now coming out April, twenty twenty. Do you remember what the first? Remember when we first got that, tea, first teaser or trailer, whatever it was. And well, it was, was last year, wasn't it? No, maybe even the year before. I think because it, was it a two thousand seventeen date or two thousand? Uh, I think the trailer was out in two thousand seventeen, and it yes. stated 2018 April two thousand eighteen
1: was supposed to be three X Men films out. Yeah. Dark Deadpool, Phoenix two, Deadpool two, yeah, yeah. and New Mutants. And Deadpool was the only one that was released. <laughs> but it is getting a theatrical
0: release though. Now so, we know. Well Deadpool. now that now that it's with Disney, like they go all okay, right, we can officially give it a date, so there's no more pushing, there's no more deals waiting to happen. I still think they're just gonna put out the movie the shop. You don't think they're doing Richard? Really sh- they I mean think about the the actors and the ages that, you know, young uh, actors, Maisie Williams, look older, who else was in there, that uh chick from Split and stuff. I can't remember her name. Um <laughs> And, your and Taylor, Taylor Joy. Joy, the it's kid, Canada, okay. their
1: older brother from Stranger Things. Yeah, but you're right; they're all young actors. They had
0: that, that sort you of. You can't go and do pickups now. Suddenly, four years later, they would have filmed this movie, 2016, 2017, surely. And if when they do they... pickups now in 2019. There's no way. And you've got the cast that are doing press for other things that they've worked on, and they're asked about the New Mutants. they have no they're, idea. I have not got a clue. I have no idea. They, they did their thing, and they're like, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they've gotten paid already. And, and I mean, they could always retitle it The Old Mutants. <laughs> because, I mean... The Delayed that, Mutants. Yeah, yes. Oh, Ooh, there
1: you go. Episode title. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Suicide Squad 2. Um, we've got David Dasmarchian has joined uh, James Gunn's upcoming Suicide Squad movie as Polka Dot Men. Now, he, he was in Ant-Man. He was in The Dark Knight. Yes. He was in Gotham. He was. Who do you play in Gotham? He was... Oh, uh...
1: Some nutter that blew himself up or something or other. Right. Besides Ant-Man, he's done a he lot of... He played in Insane Man, but yeah. He's
0: done a bit of uh, DC stuff, so... <laughs> um, born as Abner, Krill Polka-Dot Man turns the polka dots, covering his costume into various weapons, including flying buzzsaws, fists, and more. This movie's just gonna be bonkers, isn't it? I think so. As long as it's good, <laughs> like, just, is just it, make it good with James Gunn. Like, is it gonna be quirky? It's gonna be I like reckon. it's gonna be nutty Guardians of the Galaxy, but with the Suicide Squad, isn't it? It's. I'd prefer that to what we got in that first movie. Do you know what it might be a shift of if, the first Suicide Squad was one of the first two Thor movies, this second one's gonna be Thor Ragnarok. It's gonna be colourful, bright, crazy bonkers. But with the DC spin on it still. So it's still, you know, a bit of grittiness. It just seems that the what James Gunn has been
1: sourcing as inspiration online, it's more the John Ostrander stuff, which is more like military based. Mm -hmm. So skewing away from more like I don't know, more I don't think it's gonna be silly. You know with Guardians it's it's almost a comedy like goofy. yeah yeah, I don't think it's going to be that. I think it's going to be James Gunn leaning into something darker, so more obscure as opposed to goofball. and maybe you'd have, you'll have silly elements like with characters like Harlequin, like we know she's mm. going to pop up at some
0: point. We've well, got Michael uh, Rooker as well, who you seen him in a lot of James Gunn's productions, is in, in talks to play King Shark. He's recently denied it though. Oh, but that doesn't are just it's not, not in it. it. They're not ready to <laughs> That it. doesn't mean it's not in it.
1: I mean, these guys do a lot of projects together, so yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Rucker does turn up as King Shark. DC Showcase. Now, this has me very excited. Five new DC Showcase animated shorts are coming in 2019 and 2020. Are you familiar with this branding at all? I cannot say I am. Years ago, they started with the DC home release animated movies. They were putting out like I think five, maybe ten minute animated shorts as like an added extra, but it was brand new content. You had a a Catwoman one, a Green Arrow one, one with Thomas Jane voicing Jonah Hex, and they were fantastic. And they had like a, a live action opening sequence, and it had Bruce Tim in a comic shop looking at like a spinner rack and then had the DC Showcase logo. Now, they ended up doing like an extended version. I think it was like a 22-minute movie, The Return of Shazam, Superman and Batman together. Which is still essentially a short in a way. It It is, is, but what they did, they put the shorts out as bonus material with like a full film, but then they put this 22-minute Shazam movie out with extended versions of these shorts added.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Brilliant! Like they they were really good. But anyway, the back first up we're getting Sergeant Rock, and that is to debut on Batman Hush. And also coming, we're getting Adam Strange, Death, the Phantom Stranger, and Batman Death in the Family. What's interesting about the Batman one, like Shazam, that one's going to run for about twenty-two minutes, whereas the other ones are going to be your standard shorts. And they've just got oh, they've got a decent actor for Sergeant Rock, but I'm just blanking. It's not, Nathan, it's not Nathan. Fillion, but it's somebody, somebody like that, somebody good.
0: But anyway, somebody <laughs> good looking and with <laughs> nice hair. Oh
1: man, <laughs> I can't remember. But yeah, I'm looking forward to this because I did enjoy them, and it was very disappointing when they stopped putting them out. Um, the
0: Scooby-Doo animated movie Scoob. Um, adds Mark Wahlberg as Blue Falcon and Jason Isaacs as Dick Dastardly.
1: I'm pretty sure I called it last time that they were going to get some big actor to play Bull- Blue Falcon because they already cast dino I mean,
0: Mark Wahlberg, yeah, there you go. I don't
1: even know what this is anymore. I don't even think I knew what it was then. It's essentially, they're calling it Scoob. Worst title. <laughs> like, it's still a bad title.
0: <laughs> Could potentially change it. I mean, but it's,
1: it's a Hanna-Barbera
0: chair universe. Yeah. You know, sometimes when we first hear about like an animated production i think we automatically assume you know falls into the category of like there's small director home release or you know i just like yeah they change them up but and then suddenly they turn into something like into the spider-verse where you know it wins best animated feature at the oscars you know could this be something of that caliber no. and we're under <laughs> I, don't are you, yeah. I don't know i don't know i think this is too big and out of control like i know as much as you know yeah
1: but when if you're going to compare it to Into the Spider-Verse... I just remember when we were first talking about that, and I know we had, you know... But like, you can put the main characters on one hand. Everybody's in this. Like, we're talking 10, 15 characters, and all of them are big names have, attached.
0: They could just have seconds on you screen, reckon? or a couple minutes or something. you Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. This is, this is crazy. I'm just saying, I do when, like, when we were first hearing about that animated Spider-Man movie, we were like... Lego movies are another example yeah we were like oh you know they're just going to you know churn something out and whatever and then it became something huge and I don't know
1: I do like Jason Isaacs for Dick Dastardly I just it does seem like every episode we've got like another big name attached to this Mm. let's just see (laughs) they're just not going to slow down either. Universal Pictures is exploring a female led Fast and Furious spin off film for Charlize Theron so she had her character Cypher, I believe, in the latest one. So what was that? Was it just the last one? The Fate of the Furious. Yeah, she popped so up in that one. The seventh or eighth one? Have we got the eighth the one? The eighth. That was the eighth. Fast Eight or Fate. Eight. Mm. Fate of the Furious. Yeah, so maybe she's going to get her
0: own spin-off. Well, yeah. I mean, they're doing spin-offs now, so. Yeah, that's the thing. Fast and the Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. I'm sure they won't start doing anything really until Hobbs and Shaw comes out and is successful. And then they'll go, yep, cool, we can do this. You know, in terms of looking at a spin-off. But she was an okay character
1: and you know, she played the villain part well. No. I don't know if I need her. Was she to... involved in a lot of action Because she... she Yeah, she did. She did. And you know, Charlize can do that. She the can action. do it, yeah. I just didn't watch the movie and, and go, oh, I, want I, a wish, movie. I wish I wish yep. she had her own spin off. <laughs> but she it's said to be happening. Alrighty. I mean Hobson Shaw to me makes sense. Mm. The rock statham they like have great itself. chemistry yeah.
0: exactly and with the trajectory that the franchise is going and like yeah why the hell not but the idea <laughs> of fast and furious presents
1: cypher i mean that's like home release territory surely <laughs> maybe <laughs> and the recast. 20 minutes short
0: <laughs> um i've got some breaking jumanji 3 news it's gonna define this episode i'm ready Colin Hanks will return for Jumanji 3. So what is happening? The rollback. Is he in the second one, though? Like, yeah. Is that everybody's com- back? So he's back for the second one? So he's the first name for Jumanji 3? Is that what we've got? No, Jumanji 3 is Welcome to the Jungle
1: 2. Is that what you mean? Oh, yeah. Okay. So the rollback at this point. Oh, sorry. Yeah, of everybody course. Everybody have been the... confirmed. Right. right. Production has wrapped. Uh, I was thinking we Johnson were already talking about an image of third... Man. Jumanji no, movie this, with the rock, you know? No, I mean this is I mean what do you call it? Welcome to the Jungle Two or Jumanji Three. I'm sure they're gonna put another title on the end of it. But this is everybody at this stage, so it's so what is it? Are they going back into the digital world or are they mixing it up? Why I don't know what it is. Mm. Mm-hmm. We were both so pleasantly su- surprised yeah. by so I'm Welcome guessing to the Jungle.
0: It'll be the same kids, I guess, again. And Colin Hanks, who was older but because he played the, the pilot. Yeah. His so, avatar was the pilot. And he
1: is in the present day at the end, and he's got a family and young kids. Mm-hmm. Do you think it could be a case? Oh, but then again, even all the kids are back. Because I was thinking yeah, like maybe it, it really other characters go into the d- digital world, and they look like the avatars. Because the the avatars are the same characters. Yeah, man. But, but the, the fan-outs that like the kids are all back. Yeah. All the kids. Everybody. And I was just waiting. Colin Hanks, now it's confirmed. <laughs> that's that's
0: yeah. So Episode there we go. defining news. What a way to now close that, out now. What a way to close out the movie news. I'm just <laughs> glad I know what Jumanji 3 is and I'm not confused anymore. Um just yeah, we'll go on TV news.
1: Okay. <laughs> uh Marvel and Hulu have announced two new live action series based on Ghost Rider and Hellstrom, both set to debut in 2020. Gabriel Luna will reprise his role as Ghost Rider, although he previously played the character on Agents of Shield. The stories will not be
0: connected. Marvel hashtag. So it's all connected. It's not. It's it's, it's really. It's, I don't even think. Besides Agent Carter, I think the these ABC shows aren't even. Agents of Shield isn't even connected. You know, Agents of Shield is back in the talking about. Be in to careful. see
1: how they deal with the the with fallout of, of Endgame, and I'm like, they're not. You might mention it. No. Anyway, Ghost Rider. <laughs> if it's not gonna be connected to the the Ghost Rider who have been introduced to already, why even get the same answer? So is
0: this Marvel so is this like with Hulu? So is this sort of the same what else is on Hulu the runaways? Runaways. Right. Who I've mentioned Wakanda and have had
1: other connections exactly, to the yeah. MCU. So Runaways and Cloak and Dagger, the way I take those shows, they're connected without necessarily being connected. Hmm. You know, they are a part of that world. You just don't see them living in that world. It's very... <laughs> yeah. It's narrow-sighted. You, you're fixed
0: on those characters. We've already got a multiverse, and it's right here. <laughs> no, until, until like, say, the Runaways or this, like, Ghost Rider show or whatever, and still, until they have an episode where suddenly people start getting dusted, I 100% hashtag it's not connected. I think... The- <laughs> Closest you're gonna to
1: get to characters crossing over, I could see Runaways and Cloak and Dagger together. Yeah, they they could
0: do that. Actually, any of the besides the Netflix ones, which are all done and done and dusted, haha. <laughs> but all the, oh, yeah. I could see potentially you, you could get the ABC shows crossing over with the Hulu ones. And... There's rumours that the Netflix shows
1: or the Netflix characters. After they've been off the air for two years, will find themselves on Hulu. The characters, which could be the new home, maybe the same actors, Ooh. or maybe they'll reboot the characters, or maybe they'll just make a movie. Oh, There's a Daredevil movie or something? I just think those characters do work on TV. Just long drawn out yeah. stories. Yeah. So
0: maybe we'll see them again on Hulu. Just to make things even worse, but we've got a we've got a Sony Marvel TV universe. Phil Lord and Chris Miller have signed a 5-year deal with Sony Pictures TV to oversee Sony's Marvel TV Universe. What have they got though? They've <laughs> just got the Spider-Man world. I mean, they do. And if you know Sony, have
1: essentially they've hired Lord and Miller to be their Kevin Feige on TV.
0: Right. But and I was
1: they have my attention.
0: With the with the Sony Spider-Man deal thing, I'm not talking about the cross, like the Tom Holland deal and all that. I mean, like, Sony having the distribution rights for Spider-Man. I thought that was only for film. I did not know they had TV rights to the Spider-Man character, hence why you get Spider-Man featuring in animated shows. Yeah, and like Avengers Assemble.
1: Yeah. Has he been in that? The... I don't know. He pops up
0: in everything, you know, all over the place. Because he had the ultimate Spider-Man cartoon, didn't they? Yeah, and that had essentially Marvel characters popping up, you know. I think what Lord and Miller are doing
1: on TV will be connected to that movie, Into the Spider-Verse. Oh. I think it's all going to be a part of that. Oh, see, I just don't, know
0: what's, just don't know what's going on.
1: But I think there are two people that, you know, could put something mm. good together on TV. Rivers of London, have you heard of this before? No, I'm reading it right now, uh, if you want to... <laughs> I'd never heard of it before. Right. I just thought it sounded interesting. We've got Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. They set up their production company, Stolen Picture. And I checked out their first film, Slaughterhouse Rules. Not the best. But anyway, they're now looking to adapt (laughs) Ben Aronofsky's fantasy series, Rivers of London. It's about an ordinary police constable turned magician's apprentice. And it's going to be a TV series.
0: So you got your cop procedural, which you're a fan which of, which I do like. You've got a bit but of I'm, fantasy you've thrown in there. And but I'm <laughs>
1: getting Doctor Who on this, right?
0: <laughs> and adapt, you know, a Doctor Who
1: type story character. I mean, we're going to get the straight character in the police constable, but then whoever the magician is going to be, and it's going to be a nut to make things interesting. Yeah, it's going to be a quirky character. Mm. So yeah, never heard of it before, but thought it worth mentioning. We've Peg and Frost attached.
0: Could be something you recommend in, uh, like, two years' time. Um, Ron Howard and Jonathan Kasdan are in really serious discussions to bring a Willow sequel series to the Disney Plus streaming service. I reckon Warwick Davis would be up for that. I reckon he'd come back. (laughs)
1: Yeah? I mean, it's a film that happened. It did? Yeah, cool. Would you want to see a continuation of the story? I mean... I don't know. I reckon... Warwick Davies could come back you can't bring Val Kilmer back he looks too different <laughs> Val has changed a bit you can't bring him back as the same character
0: I don't know like, yeah it's not a property that I'm like you know keen for yeah like, give me more I'm like okay I mean the fans if they want it, yeah I'm Lucas great. was attached wasn't he George
1: Lucas he so had Star Wars and then Willow was set to be the next big thing and <laughs> it wasn't no <laughs> but um sure Big Bang Theory, you
0: know it's coming to an end. It is, yeah. It's, I think was it season twelve, and that's it, finished forever. Yeah, in Australia, are we getting. Epi- I haven't been watching it, but are we getting episodes in at the same time, or are we I way behind?
1: It's a couple of weeks behind.
0: No, that's not too bad. That's. No, not too bad. It's pretty close. Yeah. Ads have been saying we've got like ten episodes left or something. So, in the US, what uh, we got like six I or think, seven.
1: Is that what it's still? I thought it was less than that. Oh, I
0: don't know. That could have been. A anyway, weeks. I'm not talking about Big
1: Bang Theory. I want to talk about Young Sheldon. You know the what are
0: you talking about? Big Bang, the,
1: the <laughs> Well, the reason why I brought up Big Bang is because young versions of the cast will appear in the season two finale of Young oh. Sheldon. So,
0: which characters do you reckon? What, like I reckon like all of them. Yeah, I
1: reckon Leonard, Howard. Well, I mean, they didn't right. meet
0: Sheldon until.
1: I don't think they'll meet. I think you're gonna. I think what'll happen is Big Bang Theory is going to end, right? And I reckon they're gonna, you know, they're gonna see what sticks. They're gonna put out <laughs> Young Sheldon the finale, and the people that. What studio? Oh, I don't remember who studio. Is it ABC? Who does it? I'm blanking. But I reckon whoever is going to be paying attention to who the audiences respond to. Do the do the audiences like a young Penny? A young Leonard?
0: Yeah, they essentially could do like a backdoor pilot with like maybe four different stories going on in the episode. I'm of... curious, so I will check it out. Now I watched the Young Sheldon pilot.
1: Thought it was okay. But, but it wasn't yeah. But I didn't Big feel ben. as though I needed more than what I got from that pilot. I thought, right, I know what it is, it's okay. I'm curious about checking in to see how they portray the young versions of the characters. But I think it's gonna be a thing where you'll have characters either separate or they'll come together. Maybe you'll have two characters like walking backwards and they'll bump into each other without realizing fully noticing who the other mm. person is and walk on. I don't know what they're going to do, but the young versions are going to be in it.
0: Reckon, I'll check it out. I reckon Sheldon could bump into like Amy or something, or oh, maybe. maybe a Lenny and a Penny could... Lenny? A Leonard and Penny.
1: <laughs> I reckon they could, get, they could get away with doing Sheldon, Leonard and Penny. Because to begin with, that was the show. It was them three.
0: Hmm. But I mean, like I said, they, they don't mean it to It's very much later, a big so...
1: ensemble thing now, and it has been for a long time. But
0: we're going to get young versions. So there we
1: go.
0: Um well, speaking of spin-offs, we've got the Goldbergs and its spin-off Scored. Um they've both been renewed for another season, at least at ABC. Uh the Goldbergs will return for its seventh season, while Scored will return for a second. Happy news. Happy I'm really
1: news. I'm really happy about this. And not only that, because for the longest time, the Goldbergs, although it got aired on ABC, it was a Sony production, right? But now it's been moved completely to ABC, and with that, Adam Goldberg, the creator of the show, and it's based loosely on his on his childhood. He's been given like all these deals at Sony, where he can make new shows, he can add to this show. Well, build a they're universe. loving them. They're loving <laughs> building <a> universe. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is they are building universe. Goldberg's and schooled. Yeah. But Modern Family coming to an end. So if you look at the big family comedies, the sitcoms in the US that ABC has, it's Goldbergs and Modern Family. And soon, it's going to just be the Goldbergs
0: and whatever new show they try and launch. I'm still curious. Though. like We're getting the seventh season, the Goldbergs. It's like, even the way like this uh, this recent series is sort of wrapping up, it's like things are changing and you know Adam's getting older as well. It's like, he will be graduating, I think, in the next season. I think it'll be in his senior year. I reckon... You can't do more than 10.
1: You can say 1980-something. For 10
0: years, and then I don't and think then you can do it anymore. Yeah, so I, I reckon 10 years is what you're doing. Even though they then, already had an episode which featured, you know, Batman coming out, which was in 89, but that's fine. That was a couple... They're <laughs> a bit, they are a bit free and loose with that. I reckon you Schooled, could do... School had a Star Wars Episode one episode. You could do 10... That was 99. Yeah, and that was... Uh, 99. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: right. I reckon you could do 10 years of Goldberg's. And then I have characters, maybe Adam is in Schooled. I don't know. Like you could just, yeah. you know, continue them over. I've not watched it yet, but for the most part, Schooled is pretty good. I do like Tim Meadows, and, and the coach is always a fun character. But in one of the recent episodes, you get to see Dr. Barry Goldberg. Yeah. That I'm interested in.
0: Oh, you haven't watched it yet?
1: I've not seen it. Oh, okay. So I'm very, I'm very interested in that, looking forward to watching it. Because I like to do Goldbergs and then have a school chaser afterwards. Schooled That's how chaser. I like to watch it. I need to watch it in that order always. Lethal Weapon. After three seasons, Fox has cancelled it. Gone. You've been watching it? No. No, you stopped. That first series, really good.
0: Ah, oh, because then they changed it up, didn't they? The second
1: series was losing its way a little bit more for me. And then when they were doing the third series, or season even, they recast... Clayne Crawford or oh, they didn't recast him they sacked him no more rigs, and they introduced Sean William Scott as a new character yeah that's crazy and I Lethal never even without checked Riggs. it out yeah, no, no, I know crazy. ridiculous I never even checked it out but after three seasons ridiculous
0: yeah after three seasons it's done Cobra Kai has been renewed for uh, season three So the series, a continuation of the story from the original Karate Kid film franchise, features William Zabka and Ralph Macchio reprising their roles from the films. Have you been watching the second season? I haven't, but I really want to.
1: I've got it ready to go, but there's just so much TV that I'm finishing other things before... I started, but I loved that first series. So you're just assuming two was good. I mean, they're getting a third, so you'll be watching the third eventually. And have you heard what they're doing? YouTube is going to start running shows like Cobra Kai as an option. You can watch the full episode for free, but they're going to play ads. Whereas the whole thing at the moment, YouTube Red, you pay your subscription, but you don't get ads.
0: Right.
1: So it's an interesting move, and...
0: Cobra Kai is still there As long show. as the ads play, like, at designated times, you Like know, a TV commercial. Exactly. I don't want them to be mid-conversation and suddenly, boom, ad. So it's either they get money from people paying their
1: subscription, or they get money from the advertisers. That works. I think that's it. That's how network television works. That's how works. TV works. That's yeah. TV, yeah. Twilight Zone, you're going to be happy. Jordan Peele's reboot has been renewed. We're going to get a second season.
0: Yeah, You, you recommended know, it. On the yeah, show. you know. How... Are you still watching it? Look, I tried one more, and um yeah, dude, you recommended <laughs> it. I did. I did. I've not watched any more since. Look, you like I'm saying, like I'm, I'm gonna keep going, and I'm just hoping there are some gems in there because oh, it started. It started bloody strong, and then. I yeah. see. I don't think it did. But okay, no,
1: no. You recommended mm. it. I don't like to speak ill of a recommender. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I've I've still <laughs> only the seen the first two. With a comedian. Yeah, and like
0: I said, yeah. they were the stronger episodes. Okay,
1: then. I'm in trouble. <laughs> if, they're, if they're the strong ones. But maybe
0: they were stronger for different reasons for me. Yeah.
1: So the fact that it's getting a second season, someone out there is happy about it. That's right. Maybe it's and people Look, no,
0: they're well made. They're well acted out and, you yeah, know, it's just other things going on. Um... Following the success of the Umbrella Academy, uh, Netflix has closed a first-look deal with Dark Horse Comics, the publisher behind Hellboy, The Mask, Sin City, and more to adapt their titles into more TV shows and films. So we're going to get a whole assortment of them, I'm guessing. Netflix don't have Marvel anymore. The Defenders have left. Yep, so they're jumping onto... And obviously DC has got their own thing going on, so there's no hope there. DC Universe, we're not going to get that. So they're looking for a new line, I think.
1: Straight yep. away, The Mask. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we
1: got the movie in 94, the Jim Carrey version, which was very different to the original comic, It right, yeah. was a lot darker and more violent. <laughs> and then they made it more comedic. We've got the animated series. So what we know The Mask to be... Isn't what the comic was, and that maybe still pretty violent though. It's a bit, yeah. Cartoon violence, yeah. Maybe what we're going to get in if they do a TV series or a movie on Netflix will be more close to the source material. Sin City, Hellboy. I mean, that that movie happened. Do you know what happened quickly? People aren't talking about if Hellboy. That, maybe if that movie
0: seeing... was a TV pilot, would that change your opinion of it? Would you go? Oh yeah, I watch more of that. You know what? Not even that. If it was a Netflix film, yeah, and it it just dropped on a Friday. Yeah. So if you didn't pay for it, you're just like, yeah, no, that was fun. I had fun. What else?
1: There's merits that film, and we did a full review, but it's it's not the best. It's not the best. And David Harbour, he was good enough as Hellboy, but maybe you'd appreciate him in a whole new light if he's TV's Hellboy.
0: Yeah, I reckon if they take that movie and make something good of it, make it, yeah, why not? But the Umbrella
1: Academy, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So I finished the Netflix show, and then I ran, I didn't run, <laughs> I drove, to my local comic shop, and I bought that first graphic oh, novel. Oh, there it is. So That's real love, right? From there? screen to the comics, and I'm enjoying the comic. There's enough differences in there, but it is a solid show, so I can see how... See, from Netflix recognising how well the Umbrella Academy has done for them, like, hey, let's
0: look at what else Dark Horse has. And I think Sin City is a pretty straightforward one. You can do that as a procedural. Yeah, easy. Easy. That'll just It's
1: made for TV, I reckon. And they've got other things as well. Nothing else is coming to mind, but I'm not a big reader of Dark Horse, to be honest. In fact, buying that Umbrella Academy trade is the first of anything... Dark Horse I've ever bought. Weird. But it's a great show. On Academy and then whatever else we're going to get next.
0: Uh, well, that's it for our, our news, I our suppose. Um, next up is our recommends. I am going to recommend a podcast. Oh, is it us?
1: Yes. So <laughs> tune in every week. <laughs> no, I'm going to recommend a podcast. It's called Blockbuster.
0: Blockbuster.
1: It's with Matt Schrader, and he's a guy that I'm familiar with from Score the Documentary and Score the Podcast. And each episode of the Score podcast, they will interview a composer, and it's a great and insightful, entertaining show. And they were talking about it first there, about doing Blockbuster, and it did not sound like something I'd be into at all. So it's essentially... It's a biopic, and it's tracing back the successors of George Lucas and Steven Spielberg. So going back to their game-changing origins with Jaws, with Star Wars. But it's like, they've got actors, so it's like a dramatic reading. And it's, also, oh no, it's almost like a radio play. And when I heard about that's what it was going to be. I just didn't find it appealing at all, and I listened to that first episode, and it is absolutely amazing. The performances, um, the information that's in there, and the music when they're scoring the episodes—like I, I was listening to it in my car. So that's it, like a whole
0: production. It's a it show, really
1: and I don't think to this degree it's been done before. It's in six parts, and the first four have been released so far. Now I was driving in my car. And I will admit this, there's a moment where I was close to tears with emotion, and it is John Williams, and is about to play the Star Wars thing with George Lucas for the first time, at a point where the production wasn't going in the direction that Lucas wanted, uh, people were losing faith in Luf- right. Lucas... And it was like he needed, he needed a bone. And John Williams like, was like, "I've done this. Like, let me know what you think." And he started playing the Star Wars theme, and just the range of emotions I was going through. It's like it is absolutely phenomenal. So it's blockbuster. The podcast, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast, wherever you listen to us, you'll be able to find it there. But it is just six episodes. Each episode goes for half an hour, and it is just amazing. I can't remember the last time that I was waiting for a podcast to drop each week. And it comes out on Tuesday. Except for hours, of course. That's of course, sure. of course, of course. But I know now, when hours drop, because I post it. Is it free? It. It's free. It is a free podcast. Free. There's ways that you can pay for it. Like you can get, you know, uh, like extended cuts, and you can get the soundtrack and various other things. But if you want to listen to it as a six-part audio podcast, it's available for free. And what it is just fantastic. New Episode tomorrow, can't wait.
0: Okay, what I'm recommending is um, we did speak about this show and I was coy and not talking about it too much. Um, it's actually schooled the um, Goldberg <laughs> spin off. Yeah, Um so what's got, that about? Uh, sorry, what's it about? What's it about? Well, it's it's about Lainey Lewis uh, going to school and becoming a teacher. <laughs> You're
1: right, and I didn't mention it. I was talking about Tim Meadows and the coach, yeah, and yes. I know
0: she's your, the weakest part of the of the, the show for now, like I literally today finished that, that this first season. Um, now i got to say I struggled with the first half and I was like I do, you know, I'm like, I'm watching it just sort of for the sake of it. But the second half, like plowed through it. It I think it really found its footing. It found its tone where it wanted to be, what kind of shot it wanted to to be and what it wanted to do with the characters. Um, and I think just how it wrapped, I'm like, hang on. I really want more of this. So I think yeah, it's really found its footing so, yeah, when in that story where it was like, you know, we're getting a second season, I'm like, yeah, I'm really stoked because, yeah, like, this show's just, nah, it's not as good as the Goldbergs, I can't say that, but it's, you know, it's it's a good show, it's a good show. Yeah, no, I, cool. I agree, I
1: agree with everything, like, it's not as good as the Goldbergs, but for me, and, and you, the Goldbergs, Goldbergs, Goldbergs is, so is a great show, yeah. so even by saying that it's a good show, but it's not as good as the Goldbergs, it's better than most. mm and it, it's it's really strong. I really like it, and if you like the Goldbergs, there's something to like in schools. And just like the Goldbergs, each episode has a theme, and it's often a pop culture moment. Like they did yeah. a, like a Phantom Menace episode, and there's some good characters. I was fine.
0: the first half. I was like, oh, you know what's missing as you know, compared to the Goldbergs? Like, there's not enough movie episodes. But then the second half of the of the season, it's like. You know, every other episode was like a movie one, and I was like, "I'm, I'm, yep, I'm in." <laughs> the last season of Goldberg's when they attempted that backdoor pilot, and it just
1: did not no, work. Right. It that was, was focused on that? on the principal's niece, and she does pop like his up in sister this. or something. She was moving, and yeah, yeah she yeah. was moving in with him. But th- this does work. Like School does work as a show, and I'm really genuinely happy for all the success that Adam Goldberg is having because. I like pretty much everything that he's put out. Like, you look at his movies, Fanboys. Remember that? Mm. It's a good movie. And then on TV, he did two seasons of Breaking In with Christian Slater. That was a good show. And he's always putting out good stuff.
0: And now we're going to wrap up with a bit of trivia. And even though I'm not hell keen on this movie and its four sequels that are on its way, I want to talk about Avatar. Oh, okay. Yeah, something different. Um, James Cameron began working on preliminary drafts of the movie as early as the mid 90s, but because of it being the 90s and technology being where it was, um, his visual concepts were so avant-garde that you know the the technology required to consummate his vision were not yet available. Uh, Not until 2005 was when he actually started to proceed with viable script scenarios. And the results were the movie is 40% live action and 60% photorealistic CGI. Photorealistic. I did that thing with my fingers. Um, A lot of motion capture technology was used for the CGI scenes. You know, groundbreaking stuff. Made a lot of money. Um, The real trivia though, the real information kicker, the cigarette. That Sigourney Weaver's character is smoking. is 100% computer generated. (laughs) (sighs) Nailed it. (laughs) Avatar. (laughs) Why? I don't know. (laughs) Jeez. Yeah, I mean, it's quite trivia. I I didn't know, but but why though? Because what? Because it's Avatar. (laughs) Probably looked really good in 3D, that cigarette. Um, and that's it for our movie show. Please go subscribe and download this podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud, and please leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast. We're on social media. You can find us on Facebook,
1: Twitter, and Instagram as that Podcast. And don't forget our new website,
0: com. If you haven't already, make sure you check out our recent review of Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Pika Pika. Wow, that was... Alright, yeah, talking all things Pokemon. Luke had a good time. And keep a lookout for our upcoming reviews of Aladdin and Brightburn. Sounds like comics. I have a recent episode looking at the Umbrella
1: Academy and Rewinding Review. Recently visited 1984 to celebrate the 30th anniversary of Police Academy.
0: You've been listening to Jason and Luke, they're guys from that films view. See you soon.
1: just have the urge to sing a whole new world <laughs> when you say
0: up. <laughs>